You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. She's just a girl. Yes! <laughs> I think our favorite song of the night for sure. So much fun. Lonely like a highway. I mean, Santana doing this. Amazing. And we'll get into all those songs that she can put first. Things we're doing, and we're here doing another Glee after show for you. Um, it's season four, episode 13, aptly called Diva. Yes, and we just cannot get enough of this. Alicia Keys is bringing it down, seriously. At the Super Bowl on Glee, all around a winning week for her. I know. Working it out. Honestly, in this song. There you go. Seriously, this song has been on repeat on my playlist all week. And so when it started, I know we'll talk about it more later, but so when when they ended the show on this, I was like, heck yes. I was so excited. You were excited before the song even came on. I felt like a diva. I was, you know, in the episode in that moment. I mean, I felt like you were preparing for a little show here tonight, and I was like, are we going to have our own diva off? This will be amazing. I know. I don't know. I I think Nino over here might be the bigger diva, no? Oh, diva? Devo. (laughs) Yes, and we should also introduce ourselves. We have a new person on the panel. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nino. How are you guys doing tonight? Definitely. And Sarah? Hello, Sarah is, yes, my name, Mendoza. (laughs) (laughs) Do a little introduction for you there. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And I'm Stephanie Wenger, and we're so excited to talk about Glee tonight. As you can tell, we're super stoked about it. (laughs) Um, But what else else that uh, happened in the episode that was on fire here was uh, Finn. Good one, Stephanie. I know. I was really trying to go for that introduction, and I don't know (laughs) if I made it happen. But Finn and Emma, which... I think we all were not super shocked by because we kind of got those vibes in the episode, but it kind of came out of the blue before tonight. Right. Um, yeah. Yes. Big time. <laughs> Big time out of the blue because we haven't really seen Emma much in any of the episodes, and it starts off with her in this episode, and obviously she's kind of the encourager like she's always been in previous seasons, and she's still being there for Finn, and it's all seemingly innocent until she starts going cray-cray, panicking about yeah, the her, wedding. Her, her OCD kind of yeah. pops back up, and you see her lose it over her wedding. And I right. literally wrote "lost control," and she <laughs> has this giant list and doesn't know how to manage it all. And then you're hearing Finn talk about how he hasn't had feelings for anyone since Rachel, but he gives her this look earlier in the episode. Did yep. anyone else catch oh, this? Yeah. Anyone else was crazy. I knew it. I felt it. Yeah, I felt it. You felt it. Like, you actually said, you were like, I, I predicted it. this. I was like, oh, it's going to happen in the next. That was actually going to be my prediction tonight was that they were going to have a kiss happen. I thought maybe right before the wedding. Right. I didn't think it was going to be tonight. So soon. They, mm-hmm. But then ahead. when they were, when she was amongst her, pan- in, in, in her panic, couldn't you guys feel it building? Right. Yeah. All yeah. that tension. He kept getting closer and closer and she's distracted and all of a sudden, 
Boom. I wish Boom. everyone saw the reactions that, that we gave in the room. I know. Yeah, like, we field were... goal, what? <laughs> I know. Exactly. And we were all just like, we have to wait for the show. We're going to talk about it. But we just, we were yeah. all like dying in that room tonight. I think all of us screamed. Well, except for Nino. He was, <laughs> you know, he was just like, I it. knew it. <laughs> but we were all He screaming. kept his composure. <laughs> so they yeah. went there. They really went there. <laughs> but the thing is, Finn, I'm, uh, he's been acting more like Will Schuster. So I can understand how there might be an attraction between uh, right. Will and uh, not Will um, uh, Finn. Emma yeah. and Finn because right. he's the surrogate Will as of right now. Right, and and long distance is hard. You know, I mean, they're already to the point. I mean, it's not right. I'm not agreeing with it. This is not an excuse or whatever. But when somebody is away from you for so long and they're going out and chasing their dreams and you're kind of like stuck at home and yes, you're living your dream too. It's it's hard to feel connected to someone, especially with how relatively new their relationship is with each other. Yeah, it's it's true. I, I don't want to give excuses. I, I never think that that's like the right call. Yeah. But absolutely, I can see that perspective. I just wanted, I kind of wondered, uh, as we're talking about this, do you think that Finn became more like Mr. Shu so that she would fall? Do you think that he had this preconceived notion? Or is it just a fact that of where he is that he is doing think- the Glee Club? I it was think just two emotions. Yeah, just two emotions just came together. It was powerful, and yeah. it just happened. But the kiss was not just a second. Yeah. It was a little longer. So do you think Emma felt anything about it? Ooh, I don't know. Mm. that. I think She was shocked. She didn't say anything, though. I think yeah. she's going to regret it. I think that that's where it's going. Definitely. Because, I mean, she's in love with Mr. Shu. She's had a hard time finding love. So I think that it's not going to be... Like, maybe Finn thinks something can happen there. I don't know. He kind of ran away from it, too, though. I, I don't right. think... True, true. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you think about it, I really feel like it was just such a build of emotions individually in their own separate lives over the last weeks or months or ho- however long it's been. Because on one side, we have Finn dealing with the breakup from Rachel, knowing now that he she's living with another man right. um, mm-hmm. and shacking up, you know, yeah. Facebook status shacking up (laughs) so that that must be very um hard for him and then on her side she's preparing for this wedding which is all encompassing and she's doing it without her her soon-to-be husband by her side so with all that surge of emotions and everything they're going through and then they have this little episode where she's exploding and maybe he's like inside exploding like "Ah, i hate relationships too and it just i don't know it just it was it comfort. Blew up. Yeah, comfort. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it felt like a big moment this season. We haven't had so many huge, huge moments, I feel like, in the last few episodes. And this one felt like a big one. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And we'll talk about more of that in predictions, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but kissing, so, sorry, um, kissing is actually one of the top actions you do for calming. And like it's yeah one of the better things to do Mm. that actually calms someone down if you're having an emotional you know attack. So so I can understand. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) and especially since Valentine's is coming up, (laughs) if you're you're having a squabble, let me write that down. Just a kiss away. (laughs) I was like, kissing is actually one of the top. Yeah. You know, actions to do that can calm people down. Interesting. I like yeah. the fact that AfterBuzz teaches you things, too. <laughs> Real you know. life lessons. Real life lessons. <laughs> and we also learned the fallout of living with your best friend, which um, Glee taught mm. us tonight. Uh, mm. Rachel and Kurt, the beginning of the episode, as we predicted here at AfterBuzz, that they were going to get into it once her boyfriend moved in and she's showing some diva, the name of the episode, behaviors. Um, in the apartment and Kurt is not having it. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Even at the beginning of the episode like you can hear his inner monologue and he he was calling Rachel singing screeching and um, like and he wanted to knock Rachel down like all these like negative connotations towards Rachel and I'm like that's your best friend you don't say those kind of I can understand if you're like frustrated with her but you don't say oh her singing screeching now you know just like going off a more negative terminology it's funny because I think he meant it from the heart but I felt like he wanted to just one up her just a little bit you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it was like a back and forth kind of situation with him Mm -hmm. but then they're still friends right 
Right. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like they were trying to one-up each other. Right, true. Uh, to your point, like, yes, Kurt was being, um, you know, cut very cutting with his words, but so was Rachel. I, I was even thinking, like, wow, she's really rude. Because <laughs> she was even saying, like, well, you wouldn't even have gotten into Miata if, you know, because she knew that we were friends. That's why you're in here. And when, when she said that, I really thought he might be broken over that. But... Surprisingly, yeah, she was more broken. So they just kept going back and forth. Yeah, and it got ugly fast with them. As you were saying, those comments were mean. And what was interesting was I felt like the new Rachel, we always talk about how there's a new Rachel this season, was kind of past that type of behavior. And we saw it come back in a big way tonight. Yes. Yeah. Kurt Mm -hmm. even said, this is like the annoying Lima Rachel that's coming (laughs) back. You know? Yeah. It's true. She was a bit of a diva in, at McKinley. And it's because she was a, you know, in a small pond still. So she felt bigger than she was. And she did get kind of knocked off of her high horse when she moved to New York because... Um, her teacher and all of that yeah. kind of was the, taking her down and telling her that she wasn't going to be the star that she always, you know, dreamed that she would right. be. Right, and she's surrounded by millions of Rachels. <laughs> so intense. <laughs> but now that she won that winter ball, um, you know, she's already, she's back up on that pedestal. And right. And she, she's feeling her success again. She's so herself it's, again. It's, yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> getting, it's coming back, and, she, you know, she's reverting to that, um, attitude and behavior that she had in, at Lima. And although I don't like that they're being rude to each other in this um, process, I do like, though, that Kurt is being a true fan- friend in that he's going to say something to her when she's kind of, when she's not doing something right. Because who else is going to tell you but your best friend? Yeah, everyone needs a little slap on the hand sometimes, right? Yeah, I think it's true. Also, we've kind of seen those tensions bubbling a little bit. We kind of assume that they, that would happen because if you have two big personalities living in one space, we all know that that's the case. That's what happens. <laughs> With a naked man attached to one of them. True, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. When you have lots of people living in a small space, it's, and I'm glad the Glee went there and kind of showed that. And But in the Glee way, they go into a diva off. Uh, essentially, it's <laughs> like they're back at McKinley. They have, I think it's called Midnight Madness. That's correct. And uh, so they go and perform a big number so kind of competing to see who actually is better now and Kurt admits I think we referenced this that in um, I guess sophomore year he you know he threw the competition so that Rachel would win and he's not going to throw it this time around yeah and I really thought Rachel was going to throw the competition I thought thought that too I mean she went all for it but I loved how the second diva off okay so in the first diva off they sang um, Defying Gravity, which is, you know, songs originally sung for a woman. Mm-hmm. And Kurt was singing that. And for the second Diva Off, they sang a song that was originally for a man, and Rachel was singing it. So I I loved how they played out that playing field, you know, right. leveled right. that out. It's I, sort of like a home court advantage. Exactly. Right. It's, just, it's even. Right. It's now even. Yeah, and it's interesting because Kurt ends up winning tonight, and you kind of see Rachel realize that she might not be the only star. That's kind of what I got from it. I don't know how you guys took yeah. it. Or realize again after she... Yeah, maybe maybe again is the <laughs> yeah. important... Because she, for, you know, she, she realized it and then she forgot because she was back on top again and then, you know, here was another way to humble her. Exactly. Thank it's, gosh. She died a little <laughs> bit, yes. It's the, it's the growing pain. She's she's learning, I think, in the in the season. She's going to be learning how to find that balance between, yes, owning your talent and being an obnoxious diva, the kind we don't like. I think that was the best way to humble her, though. Mm-hmm. Especially, this is her talent, and everyone knows she's known for singing. And to be showed up by her best friend, uh, out of all people, um, and be humbled in that way, I think that was, like, the best way Glee could have shown how to like bring right. her back, back down to earth, you right. know? Right, exactly. And and I think also um, what's cool in, in the bigger scheme of things, the bigger, I guess, real life message is that yeah, you're gonna have squabbles with your best friend, but like these two, 
you're gonna work it out if you guys truly are friends and just continue to be honest with each other and at least listen to each other you're gonna make up everything's gonna be fine you're gonna go audition for the play or whatever together again yeah and I just love the fact that Kurt says oh every once in a while best friends need a cat fight yeah. Yeah. so so Kurt it had to be a cat fight right? yeah. it had to be a cat fight it's like <laughs> true. <laughs> and it's not something I regularly do, but definitely right. understand. But that's what brings friends closer, you know? There's more understanding when you have a fight and then you make up. Yeah, because you know, it, clear, it clears the air. Yes. 100%. And I think friendships are more on the fake side if you can't do that with them and that's not a true friendship if you can't be real and show your true emotions with them if you're angry or not or whatever there's yeah, a lot right. of, yeah there's a lot of truth to this episode which was nice mm-hmm. to kind of showcase you know it, it's good to be a little blunt once in a while right. sometimes you need it you know what I mean so. yeah it was nice to kind of also in this episode it felt like a little bit smaller than like, the last few episodes have felt like big big, production. big yeah. productions and they had a few of those numbers and we'll get into that but it felt like a small kind of character-driven episode, for sure. I think it's because, and I really liked it, they focused more so on our OG Glee cast members (laughs) in this episode. We didn't get much from Marley or... Ryder or any of the other new guys today. Actually, we didn't get any really. Yes, yeah. they were in the background, but the stories were really focused on our our beloved old Glee cast. This is good. I think the Glee fans want that. They they love the old Glee cast. Yeah, when they see them come yeah. back. You know, I can't get enough of it. Me, That's yeah. like me my, too. My so happy night. And I think today. they're they're really playing it right because I think the showrunners and show creators they're just doing it so much that we we crave it. You know, yeah. like oh great, we we get an episode with them today. And yeah, then we gotta wait three more weeks and then you know <laughs> yeah and I mean it's fun to see the new cast come in and of course they're bringing new elements in but I, I do there's like a soft spot in my heart for Finchel and we saw it in the <laughs> next week that like that's gonna be addressed and all, everything that happened in that way but um I don't know. I'm really excited that they also went back to this diva off. It's something that we had in past seasons, and I think this is the third one. Give, maybe I'm wrong about that. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the third, if I'm remembering properly. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Tweet at me. And you can also um, let us know on iTunes. Rate and comment. Uh, tell us what you like, dislike about our show. We love reading your comments, and no, I love responding to them, so it's always yeah. fun to have that. We've been getting a lot of good comments lately. Yeah. Next week, we'll give some shout out. Exactly. We'll pull it up and it'll be really fun to, you know, shout it out. So let us know what you think and tell your friend about it and it just helps us make better shows for you. So it's really a win. Um, And so we should jump back to Glee and jump into the Santana Britney Sam love triangle. We knew this was going to happen. It's been (laughs) one of my favorite storylines of the night for sure. Um, Santana you know, returns in a big way. We saw her do, I think, two big production numbers. She did three. Three. Three songs. Three songs tonight. And so, because she's done a few throughout the season, but we haven't gotten a huge taste of Santana. And tonight felt like her episode, she's back. And we got mm-hmm. a taste of Santana today. Yes, we oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> Nino, if you're watching that, yeah. Nino Hello. drooling next to me on the couch. I was couch. writing frantically. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even writing on the page. He was like, his hand was like all over. Right? Yeah, just like done, finished. Yeah, no, Naya brought it. To, I, every every song I was like that's my new favorite that's like I just couldn't choose between them they were so good tonight she came on strong yeah she did most definitely she left left the mark and everyone loves Naya come on Sarah Sarah, she's gorgeous woman crush on her (laughs) it's obvious she's gorgeous though and so talented too and I loved how the definition how they defined Diva is like being brutally honest, honest right. and throughout the episode, a lot of them are like, "Oh, I gotta just be honest with you, and this is truth time," you know, like and right. and even Santana mentioned when she was talking to Sue, she's like, I- "I'm just talking brutally, brutally honest," you know. So like throughout mm-hmm. the whole, th- th- they are divas, right? So well, she's one of the biggest old, divas of the show. Yeah, yes. she gets what she wants. She absolutely tries to at least, right? right? <laughs> yeah. But that's what they the old glee members um they, they were more uh featured tonight because i feel like the new glee members they haven't hit that peak of being a diva just yet yeah. you know they haven't right. had that um moment of yes, yes i'm on top yet. they're on their journey still yeah exactly and speaking of the definition of diva i was just pulling up 
um, Leah Michelle tonight tweeted out her own definition of diva. Which is? And she says, diva is a celebrated female singer, term used to describe a woman of outstanding talent in the popular, in the world of theater, cinema, and popular music. Okay. So I kind of agree with that. I think love it. Totally. Love it. Yeah. There's and she also talks about Beyonce and her uh, her theories on what a diva is. So I guess there's lots of different ways to define a diva. But I agree that the new Glee group hasn't really reached what I would consider to be. They're still in high school. They, yeah. Of course, they haven't reached. They're it. still the They're underclassmen. Babies. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so they they have time to grow. They're mini divas. They're mini. I, I like that. Mini divas, divas in the making. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Junior divas. Junior divas. That sounds like a good show. Divas in the making. <laughs> <laughs> We should be the host of that show. We'd probably we would it. be yes. fantastic. We should be the, the teachers of that we, show. We love Beyonce, Alicia Keys. Like, we could own that show. I'm surprised that there was, well, I guess we'll talk about it later, but there was no Mariah Carey song tonight. And I, I when know. I when I think diva, I think MC. I thought Mariah. And, yeah. and, and in the business of entertainment, I also think of it because Mariah Carey is now a host on American Idol, and it's all in the Fox family. Right. So, mm. like, it just feels like... I thought there was going to be a Nicki Minaj, uh, Mariah Carey crossover at oh, one point, geez. right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of divas, Nicki Minaj, man. Yeah, crazy. But that just felt like a natural Fox thing to do. Right? Or heck, so, even Britney Spears. I mean, yeah. she was the next factor. That's Fox. Yeah. So, I mean, because Britney, they did have a Britney episode at the beginning of the season, and that was when yeah. X Factor was airing. So, right. it, it do, they've done it before. Why not tonight? <laughs> so, maybe that's to come, definitely, Who when knows? American Idol comes and is on their live shows. But, um,. I don't know, Santana, to get into the story of Santana and Brittany, hmm. she comes back and lies about having a girlfriend and um, and then she also uh, and tries to kind of fight Sam for Brittany. And right. There's a lot going on with her right now. Dropping out of school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We find that out. Drops out yeah. of school and um, kind of I guess she's thinking about what to do with like how to she, should she go back to Lima? Should she move to New York? And we ultimately find out that New York is her solution. But she thinks about staying in Lima to be with Brittany, which... Right. I mean, it, they said it in the episode. It's obvious that Santana still has feelings for Brittany. And maybe that's... And that's why she's back, it seems like. And not only that, she knows about Sam. She's angry about it. And she wants to counter that by saying, you know what? Well, I moved on, too. Mm-hmm. But no, you she know, hasn't. reality. No, she hasn't. But she yeah. hasn't, right? Because um, she she would not say that she has moved on, and like, right, she, she would just be confront away. Sam. <laughs> yeah, and she confronts Sam about Brittany. Like you know, she hasn't moved on because if she really did, she would not have talked about it. Exactly. A duet though, that was nice. Yeah, you could feel the love from uh, both ends. From, from both ends, you see Brittany picking in. Yeah, it was sweet. I yeah. definitely, and we'll talk about that in our song portion as well, but it's just really a sweet moment for them. It was just like, you could see that they both really loved her right. in different ways, but what was surprising to me was that Brittany seemed kind of over Santana. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, di- I didn't think that she would be, I thought she was interested in Sam, but wasn't kind of over Santana, and it was very clear. She was like, you're my best friend, but that's where it ends. Brittany always mm-hmm. surprises me with her honesty and... She she is a little smart, you know. (laughs) She's well, you know. I feel like sometimes the simplest way to think of things is the smartest way. Mm -hmm. Because if you do, if you go too crazy with dissecting and dissecting and dissecting, it's just too complicated. And yeah, who wants that? I think (laughs) yeah, I think she's more mature than than we think. Than we thought. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Not so much like intelligent. Yes, she she sounds smarter. But I think she she's just grown up since Santana yeah. left. I think she's always had meaning to her craziness. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always there's always uh, she always means good. Or there's always something good about her. Yeah, we, we always talk about like that she's kind of a street smart kind of person right. versus yes, instead yeah. of book, book smart. smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's definitely seems street smart, and she's yes. very like she can deal with people's emotions well. And that seems right. to be more what we're seeing now. So I hope she can use that maybe go to college and use it. I, I want her to have a future this I is know. like my right. personal dream I'm praying she graduates this year <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I know <laughs> I'm like I'm finally wa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want her to like succeed in life some way right. so maybe well that SAT score though you know yeah I mean that yeah. somewhere I think she will I'm curious so who do you guys think Brittany should be with Santana or Sam for now, I think Sam. I like Sam right now. I think I think she did good for Santana. Sometimes um, the people you love the most, you have to let go so exactly. they can grow. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. that's what she's doing for Santana. But you never know. But she seems like she is over Santana and wants to concentrate on Sam. Mm-hmm. But it's Glee. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. I like her with Sam. I also loved her with Santana as well. It's one of those things, though, where I feel like you're still in high school. It's it's right. that time to kind of explore and figure it out. And Sam seems to really love her. And I think that that's the most important thing. If you can be with somebody who really cares about you, that's that's the key. You think Santana's done fighting? or? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like she... Now that she's moved in with uh, Rachel and or trying to move in with Rachel and Kurt, I guess we haven't officially. <laughs> now that made she's barged in, yeah, yeah exactly. She's moving in. Diva in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I I don't know. Will she just have that new life like Kurt and Rachel moved on from McKinley? Or I don't I don't know. It's a good question. It's definitely one where. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Maybe I'll have a prediction yeah. later on. <laughs> but uh, you never forget your first love, too. So it's true. Right. So true. Yes. Santana loves Brittany. I like how we're all like, yeah. It's like Valentine's Day next week. <laughs> 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 so true. Love focus. Yeah, I mean, and they've got a big Valentine's Day episode around the corner mm-hmm. here, which uh Mr. Shoe's wedding. So lots going to be going down at McKinley. Um, and Tina and Blaine also kind of have some... I guess one-sided sparks, you could say. I'm not really sure how to describe their relationship. Tina's definitely been crushing on Blaine for a while now. And uh, and you see her finally admit to it. And it would have been an amazing moment yeah. had <laughs> Blaine been awake for it. You knew he was going to fall asleep and wasn't going to hear oh her pour God. her heart out to him. But yeah. that moment after he fell asleep and the buttons were oh. getting unbuttoned. Oh yeah! I know. Glee went there. Right. Did I go there? Yeah. And and it went there. It went there because um, let's just describe what happened. Yes. So, <laughs> do you want me to describe? It's up to you. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go for it. Go for it. Demonstration. So, Tina. So Blaine's been sick the entire episode, and he's helping her find a song that she can sing and be the big diva that we all have been waiting for for so long for her to be. Um, And he comes over to her house, and he passes out, and she admits that she's in love. But then she awkwardly rubs Vapor Rub all over him and climbs on top of him to do it. And you're just like, this is Glee, what is allegedly a family show. Like, what is happening on, on primetime TV? Yeah, <laughs> he literally straddles him. Yeah. There's <laughs> that awkward yes. moment when you're like, what? what, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> and they went there. And Blaine just didn't know what was going on. No. Yeah, exactly. What, he was what in, medicine was that that she gave him? In dreaming. Mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Strong medicine. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those things where I was like, this is 9 o'clock on network TV. Okay. <laughs> Glad that's happening. Um, right. A- aside, aside from the scandalous move, I was actually really touched by, <laughs> past the straddling, yeah. touched by that moment because she really... You could see the pain in her eyes, and she she, she even teared tear. up. Mm-hmm. And you just really all the episodes of Tina never getting her way. Actually, all the seasons of <laughs> Tina never getting her way. And here's like another moment where she she's not winning again, and you just see that that pain yeah. in her eyes as she's doing something inappropriate but like she's really sad and it made me really my heart break for her yeah she definitely went on a roller coaster tonight we saw her kind of happy with the crush then lose it over the crush and kind of be really depressed and then she lashes out at Blaine and then she finally pulls it all back together and becomes that big diva so she went on that a big roller coaster right. tonight, I felt like. Yeah. But I was so proud of her by the end. I was yes. I felt like all the gleeks yeah. out there should be really, I feel really like everyone's always pushing for Tina. Just, yeah. just, just do it. Just do it. Like. Yeah. That's why it was funny when she won, I guess I guess we can fast forward. Yeah. So so after that she gets fed up after the whole night thing where she straddled him and, and was sad. <laughs> so she gets fed up the next day and she pretty much tells Blaine like you don't appreciate me for everything that I've done for you. And that's when, after that, she goes out and performs amazingly, right? Yeah. I mean, that she's brought it. Yeah. yeah. Just amazing. And from that, she wins the contest, the diva off. 
and even and and everybody cheers because yes, everybody right. roots for what, her. What did, what did Brittany say? She said, "Tina never wins. <laughs> she <laughs> right. never wins anything." Yeah. <laughs> but here she is winning something. <laughs> we started out the episode talking about how Alicia Keys is having a big moment. It was finally <laughs> Tina's moment. I wrote it down <laughs> in my notes. I was like, "She's having a moment! Yay! This I is know. amazing!" But this episode made me realize because maybe the reason why she hasn't really won anything because she hasn't been a diva. All the other original Glee members, you know, they've had their diva moments. They are above and had that attitude and you know, always brings that every week. And Tina hasn't. Maybe that's another reason why she hasn't really pushed herself because... Her character is definitely interesting. There's always somebody foreshadowed, you know, like over yeah. her. And it's just nice exactly. to see, you know. But she hasn't pushed underdog. herself yeah, exactly. to be on that same diva level as all the others. I wonder how long the writers yeah. took to figure that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, it was a good thing because, it, you know, we've seen her struggle and that just makes it even more gra- like satisfying for us now to see right. her actually getting there slowly. And I'm so happy for her for taking a stand for herself and being that diva, but I'm also like, man, she's still setting herself up for some some more heartbreak later because she's in love with somebody who's not into women. You know, I, and that's gonna right. be a rougher. Right. I, I felt like he was like kind of teasing her with the asking her to so Will's, Will's wedding. Mm. Like he must know. I feel like he must know that she likes him in some like capacity. He, he doesn't. I feel Isn't like it just me. He, I, I just know. don't think he knows. Yeah. yeah, the depth to which she feels for him. She he knows she cares because of you know the the get well kits that he, uh, she makes for him and all that and I think he understands that level mm-hmm. but maybe he doesn't know like yeah the reason why she's making the get well kits is because she's in love she's in, she's love. in love she, she looks so <laughs> thrilled when he asked her and I was just like you're setting yourself up for heartbreak here yeah. this is so painful and I hope that next week we don't have to watch her <laughs> fall apart and there I fear there will probably be yeah. something like that though unfortunately but right I think Tina's more looking for just that true friend Mm-hmm. Maybe not the no, not the love of your life, but the love that you get from a true friend and confidant that you can like depend on. Yes, exactly. I totally see that. And yeah. she's yeah. getting it in Blaine, at least on the yeah. friend level. And she even admits that she would have like a, I think she says like a sexless relationship right. with exactly. him, and it would be worth it. She says, yeah. Which I don't know. It's interesting because she, I think she really does want that person who she can confide in, and that's really the bottom. Well, I, think, I, I think Blaine's uh, that's where Blaine's kind of like blinded by it because he, he's trying to look for that person to combine this since uh, him and Kurt aren't together anymore there's no one else there for him you know yeah so he might not he just might not see it true true Interesting. Should we jump into songs? Ooh, uh, yeah. I think we should. That would be really fun. <laughs> There's so many good ones tonight. I was excited because I I think last week I loved the songs too, but for a while there I wasn't so, so into them. But this has been exciting. And they started off the night, obviously, how could you not, with Beyonce's diva. Um, with the new Direction <laughs> girls, and can we just talk about Blaine's outfit in that song? Oh that was awesome. <laughs> talk about flamboyant. Yes, I mean <laughs> right. crazy. Oh. Just like I don't even know. Have to do a double take for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Unique though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like totally. He was totally like Beyonce. Yeah, Unique was, yeah. It was good in it. Fierce. Yeah. He rocked. It. I and love how they did uh, like a runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely yeah, like, diva, a place yeah. to be a diva. And that was the biggest, I felt like, production number of the night. It w- it felt like that big, huge dance number. And Tina had some dancing as well. But yeah. Yes. Um, really Definitely fun. more flashy. Yeah. Of all of them. Flashy and just... And glittery. <laughs> a lot of glitter. And feathery. And shiny. Yeah, it was a fun way to start off the episode. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Um, and I kind of wanted another... Beyonce song in there. I don't know why. I just like couldn't get enough of it. Maybe Beyonce after the Super Bowl again. But right. it was and just, she is a diva in a good yeah. way. In a good way. In a She's great a way. Classy diva. Yeah, did a great job at the Super Bowl, and so it'd be fun to see right. her. I don't know. I felt like I wanted like a single ladies or something. Just like I know they've done single ladies a they lot, did, yeah. but like 
something else from was, Beyonce. But I saw the runway. I was waiting for Tyra Banks to just come out. <laughs> <laughs> just like randomly just have randomly. her there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, random just, diva come out. Exactly. Exactly. That would be like the biggest <laughs> thing to tweet ever. Just be like, did you see, see Tyra? Did Tyra? <laughs> Tyra? Oh, okay. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then they went on for a Queen song called "Don't Stop Me Now." And once again, Blaine was wearing what? <laughs> yeah, leather. I was not liking his wardrobe. No. Tonight, no. no. No, no. <laughs> no, I don't think that his wardrobe, because he was wearing that leather jacket. Yeah. I don't think it screamed diva. No, I and and we were like looking at pictures as we were watching it, kind of more so fit Queen because it was a Queen song. Right. They were in leather a lot. It seems. <laughs> yeah. Queen wore like white, and when I think white and just you know bright, I think diva as well too. Well, I could have seen. I don't know why. I when I think of like male diva I think of yeah like white or big like showstopper Las Vegas style Elton John yeah that's Mm, a great example that would have been a good one yeah yeah something where it's just like showstopping or or, like even Elvis in some ways is like diva even though he's but it's Prince. true though. Yeah, Prince. Or some like Prince awesome was, show tune or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it didn't totally work for me. I loved his voice in it though. I thought Darren did a great job. It just wasn't not the best, not the best choice. Best. Yeah, not the best fit. Totally. Yeah. Um. And, but another one that I loved, as we said, we could not get enough of Santana tonight, and she took <sighs> on a Tina Turner song. <laughs> yes. Which Nutbush City Limits. Um. <laughs> and. I felt like this, occasionally I catch it where I feel like the cast had just as much fun as the audience. <laughs> like, they were watching her and they were just like super into it. And yeah. that that one definitely felt that way to me. It's hot. Yeah. That's it all I wrote. It and it's hot. always a good surprise. That was the when we saw her for the first time again in this episode and, you know, she was looking good. It was perfect. <laughs> her just stomping in and like, I'm here. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm here. She's a diva. She's <laughs> a diva. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Naya, we've yet to see. I believe she's working on a record, if I recall, and it'll be, I'm sure, a big diva record. Her voice is. Her voice is oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love the texture and the raspiness that cu- that's in her voice. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm just always so, like, she blows everything out of the water to me. But mm-hmm. um, then she also took on... I think this may have been my favorite number of the night, or one of them. Santana and Sam doing uh, "Make No Mistake, She's Mine," and it's with Barbara Streisand, or it's by Barbara Streisand, and also I guess Kenny Rogers did a version of it as well. So um, this was a fun one. I felt like, and Britney looks on. That's a nice moment. Yeah, yeah. There, it was. It was one of the ballads of the night. Yeah. Um, and it showcased both of both of their voices, and I like their the blend of their voices together too. Yeah, I don't think we've heard them sing in that way before. So it was not nice. together. Not together, no. yeah, not together. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, I love the lighting in this particular scene. And especially in all, well, two of Santana's numbers tonight, she was in red. Mm-hmm. And that that red could have symbolized, well, um, this particular then this particular song with Sam, um, I felt it came more out of anger. So, and... Sam was in blue, which is more calming, and, uh, and I don't mean to skip ahead, but the last one, but the red can symbolize anger or love, so I kind of felt like she did. <laughs> Marissa with her oh, symbols here. Yeah, yeah, she did. Picked it up. She I'm can, not. you know, she did symbolize love, true love for Britney. It's true. Through anger. It's a lot of emotion. And you you could just see it while they were both singing or whatnot. But I feel like Sam, like, uh, he he felt confident. He's like, you know, I I may be singing this with you and I may be feeling a lot of emotions, but I think I have Brittany in my pocket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I feel like he actually is very confident in their relationship. He he knows what he has with her. Right. Because they're both not, or not on show up here like the smartest crayons in the box, but they had there's something sweet about their relationship and right. I feel like they fit together well. No, something totally innocent. Yeah. yeah. Very innocent. Agree. Relationship. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Well Co-sign. glad glad we could get a <laughs> consensus at the table here. But um the most highly anticipated song, I know I heard a preview of it earlier this week, was from Les Mis. Kurt and Rachel took it on for that midnight madness. So good. And it's called Bring It Home. Bring, bring him, him home. home. Oh bring him home. Sorry I wrote quickly, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> You're excited, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love Les Mis. So good, yeah. Les Mis really is such a good musical, and especially the great. since the movie, yeah, yeah. just saw recently came out. Oh, she saw it twice. <laughs> I saw it once. Um, so good. But it's just such a fabulous show, and that's one of 
I think most people think that's one of their favorite songs from the musical. The editing for it was great, too. They weren't just singing side by side and trying to sing each other off, but, yeah. you know, one at a time. But the way they edited it and brought it together, it, sh- it was a nice duet, but not a yeah. duet, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it reminded me of Rachel last week. Because they did that same thing when she was switching back and forth between old Rachel and new Rachel. Rachel right. mm-hmm. um, the cutting whenever the camera would pan and something's blocking, and then when they would come up from behind the person, it would be the other person right. or the other self or whatever. Yeah, and it was very much like the first diva off in the first season when they were singing Defying Gravity. It, it, it was the exact same way. They were cutting back and forth it's from uh, Kurt to Rachel. And it's nice that they're playing playing that, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they're doing yeah, it again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow, and powerful well, performance. Finally, our last song to, I thought was one of the more powerful <laughs> ones for sure was um, the Madonna song that Tina, Tina sang mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Hang Up, if I wrote it down properly. Now I'm afraid for myself, but <laughs> <laughs> hang it up. And I thought this was just a phenomenal moment. We haven't seen them out on the stairs in a while. Um so much fun. I just Well, this was her moment, right? This was Tina's moment to really own it, and she's now transforming into diva status. She wore that... She's a Beyonce wear. Did you see that? Pink. Yeah, she wore that hot little pink leotard thing, showing her body. She looked good. (laughs) I think she looked really good, and she was dancing. She had her backup dancers. I know you said you knew knew one of them from high school. Shout out to Deshaun, signed to Block Agency. Saw you dancing on there. Good job, man. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Awesome. Big dance number, and, and everybody's watching in the school, it seems like, right? Yeah. Yeah. to witness her transformation. Yeah, and like, I'm excited to see, sorry to interrupt you, um, if she continues down that path, if she or if she kind of goes back into her shell. I hope she continues to be that big diva. I gotta so. say, um, this per- particular performance reminded me of Sandy from Greece. You know how yeah. she just transforms at the mm. end of that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I just, I just got that Sandy vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and was yeah, and right, and I got to say, right before she goes into this big number, I just wanted Tina to just lay a big one on Blaine. It's right there. I don't know, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she could have gotten anything right. out of it, but I would have liked to see that too. Yeah, I hope there's a kiss in their future. I hope that it does. It comes to a head in some way or another because the only way she's going to be able to get over him is to have him push her away and there, and he's not really doing that yet he's kind of keeping her in the friend zone as we like to say and that's kind of keeping her on the hook I guess I feel like it's coming yeah I, I think that, I think maybe next week for Valentine's Day we, we may yes. experience <laughs> some of that and then one more song uh, my favorite Girl on Fire yes as we open Santana. tonight <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I loved it because it just really fit with what was happening because Santana was sort of resigning, seeing that Britney's much happier with Sam right, right now and that Sam is good for her. And so now she's just left with herself. And what should she do with herself? What is she going to do with her life? And now she's going to go out into the world and sing Girl on Fire, I love diva song. And she is she moves back to or she moves to New York is what we see. And yeah. she's actually going to go for her dream now. She might not have a place to stay yet. We don't know, but she's just taking that risk, and that's what that song is about. Yeah. No First place. of all, I loved the Sarah and Naya uh, duet that happened in the room tonight. It was great. I was like, "There's a girl named Sarah." That's oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's you. Right. You know. Um, but also, I have to say that it reminded me of when Rachel got off the train. Yes. It was that moment yeah. of like her actually getting to live her dream. And that to me is very exciting. I cannot yeah, wait right. to see that. I love how she went from red lights to mm-hmm. New York, just like Rachel did. Yeah. Not about the red lights, but you know how Rachel, you know, she arrives in New York and she's all like, wow, I'm here. And that's exactly what Santana was like, too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because that means. Santana moving to New York means more Santana on Glee. Yes. One would hope. And we want that. We have a lot of uh, Naya slash Santana fans in this room, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we count for like five. Right? Let me just tweet you right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much fun. And you know what else is fun is all of our merchandise that you can pick up at AfterBuzz TV. So we have super cute... um, mugs as you can see and there are other ones with little um, spoons that 
I personally love for your tea and mm. things like that. Um, also t-shirts and onesies and all kinds of things. So definitely go check it out at After Buzz TV. It's really fun. Pick up a shirt and wear it out. Yeah, and another thing you should also check out is um, Maria Marninos and Kevin Undergaro, their new s- movie Serial Buddies. The official trailer is out. Nice. It's on YouTube, so go check it out. It's Adventures of Serial Buddies. It's also, I believe, available on the website. Go check out the trailer because I have seen the screening of the movie, and it's hilarious. I have seen and it, everyone too. Everyone should watch it. I'm so okay. excited to see it. I haven't yet gotten Writing a that down. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you can also go, I know I tweeted about it earlier today, so you can go to my Twitter as well, and it will link you to the trailer. So. Yes. Check it out. Yes. Sweet. Um, and want to do some news and gossip? Uh-oh. Ooh. Sarah, do you want to kick us off? TV news. Uh, let's see here. Um, so as we know, Mr. Chris Colfer is a very fashionable guy. So fashionable. Now that mm-hmm. he's landed a cover of August Man Malaysia, the February 2013 issue. And he looks fabulous. He looks so, so good on that. Congrats, he looks man. so handsome. I love it. And... So if you guys are Chris Colfer fans, go ahead and Google those images because you will not be disappointed. And even maybe see if you can get a copy of that magazine. Yeah, I think you, uh, Amazon normally you can get international magazines yes. and things like that, so it's really fun. Um, and uh, Sarah, do you have another one? What else? Okay, oh. more Santana. Yes. Who yes. saw Santana's Eminem oh football uh, oh. Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> uh, I, yes. uh, uh, we're all like, yes. That commercial. Yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't so really good. like the commercials this year, except for, of course, that one was one of my favorites. Yeah, but she's basically dating the red M&M, red again, <laughs> red M&M in that commercial, and it just takes you through the relationship and how M&M is sort of her, her little biatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes a bite out of him at the end. Yes, and oh, it was so cute. All the Glee cast was um, tweeting their support and being like, love the commercial, so cute. I love that they're all friends. So, so yes. funny. Then. Yeah, they're adorable. And it was an adorable commercial, too. And also, let's say happy birthday to Darren, whose love. birthday was yesterday, I think. Happy birthday, He man. turned 26 years old. My age. I know, I was about to say, <laughs> oh, um, some of us. My yeah. age. Um, <laughs> and then Becca that Tobin, she was January 18th, so we kind of missed it. But she partied in Vegas, and those pictures are online. She looks hot. Yeah, wow. I think she was. She had a big party in Vegas. I saw the photos, and I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. Um, and we have a little more Super Bowl gossip for you. Uh, Naya, not Naya, Leah and Corey. Stop thinking about Naya. <laughs> I know. We're so I'm on Naya. This, this was her episode. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Exactly. So Leah and Corey uh, watched the Super Bowl. She tweeted about how excited she was for the Beyonce show, which was obviously a joke in, in terms of, well, she performed at the Super Bowl, but the, a lot of girls were referring it to it as the Beyonce show. Um, so <laughs> The Beyonce Bowl. The Beyonce cool. I was excited Bowl. for Beyonce, too. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's good. Um, but then uh, Corey took her out to a movie um, here in L.A. at the Arclight, and they saw, um, I believe, a horror film called Mama, which is yes. uh, wow. very, very well at the box office. So that's exciting. And um, so they're continuing to date, which is always fun to get our little... Just more evidence that their love is real. <laughs> yeah, Leah and Corey. <laughs> Um, every week we have a little update on them. And then we also have a little uh, Glee uh, Glee project news as well. Yes. Um, Maxfield Camp, who was on season two of the Glee project, mm-hmm. he'll be appearing on Nashville. Um, <gasps> so awesome. super fun. And oh my gosh, that's I'm awesome. Love, I'm a big fan of that show. Yeah, love Nashville. Love the Glee project. So putting them together, that just seems like a win to me. Yeah, and he's a country singer. He is. He's 22 and he lives in Tennessee, which is where they obviously, they actually do film Nashville in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So nice to have that happen as well. That's good awesome. news. I'm good excited. news. Want to do some predictions? Let's do that. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Oh my gosh, where do we start? So many predictions. Want to, Sarah, have a good one to start? Um, very crowded loft in New York. <laughs> yes. Predicting that because I think she will stay for at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, drama with Finn. Yeah. And Mr. Shu. But I don't think Mr. Shu will know until the last second. 
second. So will their wedding happen? That's a question for the table right there. I think it will, but I think drama will make them realize how much they truly do love each other and belong to each other, and then they'll get married anyways. But the drama's going to happen so that they know for sure that, you know. Yeah. I agree. I think Mm. think they're definitely going to get married because um, we've been rooting for Emma and Will since season one, and this is, like, a key moment in the relationship. So, I yes, drama will ensue. I, I see a Rachel and Finn rekindle yes okay i I feel that finn's gonna realize after he kissed emma how much he really really still misses rachel rachel's gonna hear it get a little jealous maybe i i I see it i see i i know you want it to happen i know (laughs) you're new to this panel but this is like my weekly like every week i'm like it's going to happen they're going to get back together i love them together let's make this happen i'm totally backing you up on this one then okay i feel it yes marissa anything um Yes, that apartment in New York is getting a lot smaller. <laughs> yes. And I yeah, I don't think Santana and Brittany will get back together. No. I think um yeah, I think Sam and Brittany are gonna get more serious. I think we've only seen the taste of that relationship and they're gonna, you know, get a little more serious. And also I agree. I think that um I was just about to say Leah and Corey, but Finn and Rachel um, (laughs) will maybe rekindle things. And uh, it'll be interesting to see because Mr. Shu is coming back, allegedly. So will Finn move to New York? I don't know. But that's definitely something that's on my mind is will he join the very, very crowded apartment? (laughs) And once and she would obviously have to split with the other guy and. I don't know if you can have one guy moving out and another guy moving in, but, <laughs> but maybe she can. Why she, not have two hot guys? I like wow. it. I like it, Sarah. Let's, let's, let's put that in, in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I, buy another couch. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And have I know, exactly. Uh, how many people would be in that apartment at that point? It's like six of them. Right. Too many. Too many. I've, yeah, too many. Yeah, but uh-huh. share the rent. I'm sure, you know, rent in, in New York. that be- cheap in New York. Silver lining, Sarah. Right. <laughs> There's always something. There's the silver lining. Well, thank you so much for watching and joining all of us. Yes, um, good episode tonight. Yeah, awesome. lots of fun to talk about. And, and thank uh, you to our special guest host for tonight, yes, too, of for course, that's and joining ex- us. Yes, thank you so. guys for having me. I appreciate it. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you were able to make it in and chat with us about this crazy, crazy episode. Yes. Um, and like Good way to end it, too. And uh, you can find AfterBuzz um, on, twi- on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. And um, you can find me at Stephanie Wenger. I am on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nino Lanera. Naya Rivera. You can find me at Sarah with an H Mendoza. Love you. Do that. I want to do that. Love the shout out right there. All Glee Cast. You can find us here. Yes, exactly. Come visit us. Hang out in studio. And um, thank you so much again for coming in. We really loved having you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, please. Herein are those of the host only, not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners of the show.